three, two, one. Welcome to Breaking Balance. Redefining work, success, and life balance for all sales and marketing professionals. They are international speakers and coaches straight out of Jersey and the home of Spark Tank Media. Here is your host and co-host, Jeff Lobb and Nikki Brand. Hello. There we go. <laughs> you got Raj bringing it in. Hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, Jeff Lop here, Breaking Balance. We got Nikki Brand. Hi. And we got uh, an awesome, where's like East Coast, West Coast today? This yes. This is how we're going to fly. We're gonna, yes. We got Raj Gazar in the house. What's happening, Raj? I love it. Woo! Good. There we go. It's like Tupac, it's like Tupac and Biggie. Biggie, reunited. right. Exactly. Tupac, East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> They're both amazing. Hard to choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so like i can't even do this justice like you know i i've known raj for such a long time i'm gonna let you tell a little backstory but i got to give you a little of the the cred, street cred that you deserve right mm -hmm. um founder owner of the boutique group mm -hmm. uh real estate group out in oc the oc california oh, which is God. like you know this is like dream, dream world right? dream, dream world. um but you know listen if if i had a list it'd be a full list of all the accolades you've been given over the years from top innovator top influencer of the year I know you've been on like CNBC Squawk Box. I think I've seen stuff on a um, whole bunch of TV stuff, but um, we're thrilled to have you talking about like all sorts of crazy balance in life. And we'll kind of get into that, but real quick, give us your backstory. Just how'd you start? Where'd you come from? And then we got a whole bunch of good questions for West Coast out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, thanks uh, Jeff and Nikki for having me on. Jeff, great to see you and Nikki, wonderful to meet you. Um, so yeah, it just literally, and I, we just celebrated the boutique, just celebrated our eight year anniversary last wow. week. So I did a big old post about it and like the 14 things I've learned over eight years of owning my own brokerage, but 16 years in the business. And so, um, it kind of started, well, do you know my back backstory? So I went to medical school, so I didn't, no. I don't know if you know that. So no, wow. no, that's, we only go back to real estate world. That's wow. Really real estate. Okay. So I went to medical school. So my my undergraduate degree, which is so completely useful in this business that we're in, <laughs> I majored in biology and minored in chemistry. Nice. So we talk about <laughs> mitochondria. And yes. Like this past year with COVID, it totally right. helped, right? Right, I yeah. Like, like I could like swing deals and then talk about like uh, vaccines and stuff. Yeah. And people were like coming to me like, Raj, <laughs> like, what are rates at? Can I get this house? Oh, by the way, did you hear about this new vaccine? And yeah, is it one mask or two masks or 14 <laughs> masks? Okay, like, what do we have to do? So, but anyway, long story short, went to medical school, did three years, um, did my third year abroad in London, which was a lot of fun. I came back and I was so burnt out, like just burnt out. I did four years undergrad, three years med school, and I just needed a break. So what else would I do, Nikki, in Orange County? I'd grow my hair out. Yes. I got really tan. Yes. And I parked it at Newport Beach and surfed oh. for like a whole year. Oh my God. So by the way, when you guys cut this, oh every God. time, every time that you say Raj, cut to Nikki when she goes, ah. Oh. Oh, I do. Oh, every yeah. time I'm just like, like oh my God. That's my dream. Be like that. You've had so many hot buttons already, and we're only yeah, like five right? minutes in. So, like, Nikki and I are connecting the loops, <laughs> the accent, the long I'm hair. Feeling it. You know, it's just loop. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I surfed all year. And then during that year, I had a friend who worked for a Pfizer come up to me and say, hey, Raj, like, stop slacking, like, enough of the surfing. Like, we're, we're creating a new, like, not a sales team, but a new team that goes between sales and the docs. So when the doc asks a salesperson a really tough question and the sales rep isn't allowed to answer that question, 
We bring someone with a medical background in to be like, hey, this is how you could use it. Here's some clinical trials and studies that were conducted, you know, in the south of France on three monkeys and a chimpanzee. You know what I mean? And so, yes, you could use it on your brand new child. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> So, so, so like that was us, right? That's that great. was us. So it was like called the medical science liaison. So I was like, you know, I, I did college. I had like a little side hustle in college. I worked for my dad who ran a medical lab. So my whole family's in the medical field. Wow. So my dad ran a medical lab. I did that between talk about not having any balance at all, doing uh, bio as a major, minor in chemistry, playing college soccer, and then working and then like trying to have like an active life, it's like really difficult wow. as a college person, but I figured it out. So um, I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. So I go to work uh, for my buddy and I got into the pharmaceutical world and I did that for like 10 years, believe it or wow. not. Wow. I, I never went back to medical school, never went back. My parents still to this day are mad at me. Heartbroken, and yeah. Bring it up at every family dinner. Here's yeah. my son. Who's a doctor? Oh wait, you're not a doctor. Uh, That's what you yeah. failure. You yeah. failure. Failure. Oh, so anyway, mom, with mom, dad, if you ever watch this, I love you all my heart. Mom, dad, love you. So, but really, I got into that, and then like a few years into that, I was I went through. We my wife and I bought a house. Um, we were there for a few years. We we're about to. We had one child. We we're about to have our second. We needed to upsize and. There's the guy that lived on my street that was a realtor. So I was like, hey, let's call him up. We found a place that we love. We entered escrow on that. And we're like, let's list our house. So literally, it was probably the worst real estate experience. And now being in the business 16 years, I still relate that as my worst experience ever. And I wasn't even in the business. Wow. So he would go to Vegas and say, hey, Raj, here's my signs. Put them out front. <laughs> open the door. Hack. That's a hack Turn job. some music on and people will just come in. And if you have any difficult questions, call me. Oh if God. I don't answer, I'm at the poker table and I'll call you when I'm done. Good agent. Nice. Yeah. No joke. No, no joke. That's classic. No joke. Nightmare. And so, so that, so, so my wife with all her really good judgments, like you could probably do this. Mm. You could probably do this and you could probably right. do it better. Right. So anyway, lo and behold, uh, took some classes like in life classes, you know, before like basically the Internet, it yeah. felt like the instructor was literally 375 years old, literally like <laughs> it was probably the oldest human I had ever met in my entire life was teaching this class. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? But I didn't care whatever did it. And so I get licensed. A week after having my license, I'm at a happy hour with all my doctor friends. So back then we used to host and go out all the time. And I remember where I was. And Nikki, this is for you. Mm. I was at Javier's mm. in Irvine That's at awesome. the bar with like 16 doctors. And one of them turns to me and goes, Raj, you know everyone. Do you know a realtor? I was like, and this is pre-social. Okay. 2006. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just got licensed last week. Let's roll. Wow. You know, so we look at three houses. We write one offer. It gets accepted. No, no loan issues, no appraisal issues, nothing. Slam dunk. Boom. And to this day, 163 South Orange is the first home I've ever sold. It's in the parking lot of the Yard House restaurant 
in Brea, a city in Orange County. So literally in the parking lot, there's all these cars and then there's condos, 163 South Orange, first home I ever sold to one of my physician buddies. Um, and to go full circle, it, it, it's kind of just a beautiful thing when all everything lines up. Um, through knowing some certain people and all that stuff, one of the owners of Yard House happens to live in my hometown. And so fast forward 14, this was three years ago, 15 years later, whatever, we get to sell the owner of the Yard House restaurant, nice. where my first deal nice. was a condo in the parking lot of the Yard House. <laughs> nice. And then through people and acquaintances and just the life of real estate, right? You meet so many people. We get to sell the people that own the 60 restaurants across the country, wow. their house, sitting on top of the hill with wow. epic views in the whole world. So anyway, that's how I got in. Um, everything, like literally, like there's a fluke. The, way, the reason I'm in this business and know the super sexy Jeff Lobb is because everything happens for exact reason. And so there you go. That's how I got into it. That's all I got that. I love that serendipity right there. I mean, it all is connected. It all comes together. I find it, I mean, fascinating that, isn't it kind of crazy that it all started in real estate with your doctor friends, but you weren't the doctor? You weren't the doctor. You weren't yeah. there. You know? Excellent. So. And I'll give you guys my parents' number. Call them up and remind them that I'm not a doctor. No. Because, <laughs> but no, can you just that. remind them? <laughs> but hey, you know what? The fact that you even got started the way you did because you had your doctor friends, you know, because right. you were studying. So it all was like you said, meant to be, you know, because totally. you had the background, you have the friendship, you're sitting at the bar. I mean, sounds good to That's me. How real estate gets done, baby, at the bar. And, yep. and was this all an OC too, by the way? This all in our. Oh yeah, every, yeah. I'm born and raised in OC. Yeah, everything's OC. Nice. Everything's OC. Yeah, a little jelly there, a little jelly. Oh, yeah. Nikki, get used to it. Listen, I'm not, I'm not joking. I've got, I've got my vision board. I've got bucket lists. I got Laguna beach. I got, I, I have so much I need to experience in California. My heart has been calling Cali for so long. OC is I'm going. So, I mean, just, just the thought of well, you, you, the, the sunshine there. I mean, oh, just right we're in a, we're in a, like a, like a vortex of health. Have you ever been up in the Northeast with us like between January and March? Jeff, the only time I've ever been the coldest in my life is in January at Inman when we leave the hotel lobby. Oh, that's right. Oh, like, right. right. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, so you've been through right. like the snowmageddon. For like a five seconds though, for five minutes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And like flying in snow and all that. No, like, like the other morning I went to the dentist. It was 40 degrees outside. I was like, what the? Like, this is ridiculous. It's not supposed to happen. No. Is this because of COVID? It's because of COVID. <laughs> yes. So the dentist literally comes in out of their warming drawer in every room right. with these massive, like, Alaskan blankets and covers <laughs> us head to toe to make sure we're okay. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I, don't know if I, can oh, I love it. Well, That's 40 degrees. 40 um, degrees. You know, speaking of COVID, um, you know, we talk often about how people have survived and thrived in such a crazy year and now trying to, you know, wherever we're at in this, you know, some people feel one way, some people feel another way, wherever way you are at right now with um, the resurfacing of business. Um, you know, how did you do last year? Now, how are you feeling? How's your, how's your team? Like, how do you get people motivated? What's the magic secret? Well, 
so crazy story. So everyone's got their COVID story, you know, at the beginning when it all went down. In mm -hmm. California, we were considered non-essential. Like literally, we didn't know. And then when you watch the news, it freaks you out. People mm -hmm. are like laying in the streets. New York's digging graves in the middle yes. of Times Square, yes. burying bodies. And you're like, what the heck? Right. You know, you have friends stuck in Italy. Like you really didn't know. Right. And I was Jeff. I was literally that last weekend. I was with our good friend, Vanessa Bergmark. Oh, yeah. I gave the kickoff for their company 2020 kickoff. And then literally teaching their company how to do TikToks and talk about video <laughs> marketing. And then we went to her little you know, beautiful home in Napa, had some great wine. And literally like that Sunday while we're like packing up, totally hung over, we're like, oh shit, there's like this crazy virus happening. Right. Like we better go Getting to the store right. and like get supplies. So we literally right. went to the little podunk store in the little town that she lives with just outside of Napa, filled her shopping cart up with like beans and lentils and like anything that was in a can we didn't know what we were gonna do with it and then we went to the gas station and then for the first time in my entire life filled a bucket like one of those things with gas that you do you probably have them because you got road runners and all that stuff around your property but like filled a red bucket with gas you know what i mean i'm like what the hell and then she, she bought masks so i flew home i was the only guy on the plane because vanessa bergmark made me fly home in a mask from oakland Orange County. I literally, and like, that just doesn't really happen. And then I come home and I tell my family, I'm like, oh my God, this virus, there's people dying. It touches everything. Everything you touch dies. Like, so yeah. literally, we had no idea. We had no idea. So that was March last year. That was March last year. So, but like the first, um, like we lost 25 escrows that first two weeks. It all went to crap. Yep. Yeah, because everyone was scared. Banks weren't lending, whatever. Like, it was crazy. And it was like, for us, we're a small business. 25 escrows at an average price point of like two to three million is a big deal for us. Like oh, that, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. we don't know, we don't know what to do. So like, yeah. 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 and then like through our association, we're like, we need to shut down. So we shut our office down, like had the guys in hazmats coming out and like, it's true. steaming everything to death. And so- Literally, it was like a bummer. So we literally, honestly, for the first time in my like adult life, sat around for a couple of weeks and thought about like what my next meal was going to be like, mm -hmm. okay, let's go to the store and like, like fight people. Like I remember gearing up to go get gas for the first time with like surgical gloves all yes. the way to my shoulders. <laughs> but, like I was trying to find like a trash bag to put over my body yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Dude, it's true. I remember this. I remember going to the gas station giving them a card, you get the card back and they're, <laughs> yes. Spray the card. Yeah. What the and hell? Like, 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 card, like, holy crap, really? Like, totally. this is what it's come to, wiping down my card? What? Yeah, I'd have to strip down in the garage. Like, get butt naked <laughs> yes. in the garage I, yes. before I even, and, and literally, I was like, what did I think of this in college? This would have been the best thing ever. Strip down in the garage <laughs> yes. before you come home. <laughs> yeah. There's that a virus. Would have, that would have made college even more fun. Than it <laughs> that would have been amazing. So anyway, yeah. it's, it's not March 2020 anymore. Thank we God. We figured this stuff out. And so I remember early, I had someone call me like, hey, Raj, like first call, like literally, hey, Raj, this home's been on the market since uh, November last year. It took two price drops and it just dropped $200,000. That was like the end of March, beginning of April. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dang, that's a call. Let's roll. So we wrote an offer and we got it. Nice. So I was like, okay, there's one. And then we got um, an amazing online lead for a guy who just 
uh, sold his company to Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we, we got the highest close sale in our city ever wow. recorded wow. from uh, an online lead that, you know, just happened. So that, that got us through. So that was amazing. Um, that was a $9 million home up in the hills with its own vineyard and three acres and blah, oh. blah, blah. So in that, in this particular city, that's one of the highest close sales ever. So that got us through. And then the phone started ringing nice. and then the, the email started going. And all of a sudden it's like, I got to write like nine offers today. And then the next day we only got three of them. So then the next day I got to write 14 offers today. And then it was 15. And then all of a sudden, like my, at my staff's like SOS, SOS, need help, need help. Like what's going on. And, literally working the craziest the, it last year was the busiest I've ever been in my real estate. That. It's yeah. so funny. And, and it, it's so hard. Ever. I don't do, do we, tell me, do you have this problem? We were just talking about this yesterday. Like I, we have to say it publicly now, because like you almost don't want to say publicly that so many people in the real estate mortgage and title space have been thriving so well. And others are out there like on the streets of that, no money, no job, no nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't even want to talk about success because the people start to rag on you about like, how dare you talk about success? We're almost quiet about it because there's people making more money than they've ever made, especially yeah. like in the mortgage industry right now mm -hmm. too. They're making boatloads mm -hmm. of money, the, but you don't want to talk about it. The mortgage guys are crushing it. Oh, come in. This is really funny that you're saying that. Hold on, watch. Here's your mortgage, mortgage guy. Because <laughs> we're getting a check right now. Like, Raj, Raj. Closing nice. Door. Oh, check. Nice. Hey. <laughs> yes. um, so just, it's just, it's, um, yeah, it, it wasn't anything. So we went from like making dinners every night and going on like five, yes. eight mile walks. Yes, yes. The walks. The town that I grew up in that I found stuff I had never even seen before. Walking trails, hiking trails, all this stuff. Um, and then going through the emotions of the kids, like not going back to school, yeah. not going to dances, not Friday night lights gone. My, yeah. my oldest daughter is a dancer on the dance team. Like Friday night, love going to the games for that gone. Like all this stuff happening. And you're like, what the heck to like being so busy that even if it was happening, you couldn't even you wouldn't attend it anyway. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is part of the problem. So that's half the battle of guilt. We talk about guilt all the time. Yeah. Now, now your three littles aren't little anymore. Right. I knew them as three littles. How yeah, not so little. My little, little. So Coop Dog. Coop Dog is 11. Yeah. Yep. Emma's uh, 14 and Hannah's 17. That's crazy. That's cool. Okay. That's Cooper. So Coop Dog. We got so those are my three. So. We got the same Coop. That, that was our connection. So, yeah. so you have you have 11 and up. Yeah. Right? 11 up. And then we, we got a COVID puppy. Oh, yeah. Of course. Who, did, who didn't? Right. A, a brand new puppy that we literally had to like. It's, it's almost as difficult as buying a house. Like if you're a buyer trying to get a house to try to get a puppy during COVID. It's the exact same thing. Like, yeah. oh, you're on the wait list. Thanks so much. You got outbid. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> this guy's all cash. You're paying with a credit card. So sorry. Right, right. Oh, you're not having a flight nanny? Oh, I'm sorry. Someone else in Texas, last name Bush, um, yeah. had three flight nannies on the flight bringing this puppy home. And you're going to ship him underground in the airplane in the, in the hole? Oh, I'm so sorry. Our puppies don't do that. So it's like, seriously? Yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, three well, littles and a puppy. And so, you have, so, okay. So three littles and a puppy, booming real estate market, OC, luxury. Um, I guess it's interesting because, you know, we, we come back on our podcast about the balance of unbalance. So, you know, in this era, you know, I know even having a 17 and, you know, an 11 to 17 year old, I mean, it's got to be tough to 
balance being a dad, balance being uber successful, a husband, you know, how do you do that? Well, I don't know about the husband part, but all the other parts I could probably help out with. Right, right. Hopefully my wife's not watching this, but um, <laughs> no, no. The, one of the beauties or the blessings I should say of COVID is we got way more time together. Yes, especially 100%. Really Definitely. So literally Love like it. breakfast, lunch, dinner, yep. game night. Yes. Like, and we went through more wine in like March, <laughs> April, May than I think we ever did at any conference that we ever attended. So, <laughs> nice. Like, um, and so our wine, our, like our palate, got, and actually have a Instagram account, which it started before COVID, but it's all about wine. So oh. it, doesn't even, it doesn't even say my name on it, but you could literally like follow my wine adventures basically everywhere. Oh, I, I would love to. I love wine. So super we're gonna fun. To, uh, we're going to have counter, to take that down. Counterclockwise swirl. Counterclockwise swirl. Counterclockwise swirl. Oh, that's a fun name. Account. Love it. Yeah. Just for fun. But so we did get more time. And then um, when the kids started slowly going back to school, they were doing school at home. So I would literally see them at home more often. And then I wasn't coming to the office as much. And so I was working at the kitchen table while they were doing history at the kitchen table. And it was kind of fun because there were cer certain teachers that I would never have known mm -hmm. otherwise because my daughter would never talk about them, but I hear them. And like, I was taking history class all over again in high school because <laughs> my daughter was doing it and the history teacher was awesome. And then my daughter would look over the screen and like, I'd be like, what's the answer to that? I'd be like, it's this, it's this. It's this. <laughs> Going back, so it was, it was actually really fun. So there's been a lot of like of these like COVID Gross. buses or whatever. Yes. Where yes. You're hanging out, you're hearing, you're actually involved. And she's part of ASB, which is Associate Student Body. So she's like um, president, vice president, secretary, like for the class, and they nice. do recording nice. all the events and all that. So I was hearing their Zoom calls, yeah. and like I was like, oh, that's a great idea. You guys should do that. Oh, that's a cool idea. You know. So I was more a part of it. I felt like than I ever would be before because they would do all that at school and I'd be like, how was your day? And just like every other seven year fine. Yes. Would you do that? Not much. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, so can you like peel that back a little bit? Like, hello, talk to me. So yeah, so, so that's a part big, of small win. That's a big small yeah. win. Yeah. You know, that was that's something that Jeff and I often talk about, especially Jeff was traveling so much and then yep. wasn't and you know had some real um you know intimate moments with your family sometimes not so intimate and, but and some some annoying obviously <laughs> you sometimes know. a lot of crazy we sometimes got, you don't want to be in the house yeah and a lot on our nerves too <laughs> i mean that's the whole thing is trying to make this all work and you get like all this gifted time and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god i can't wait till i'm effing alone again for yeah, five you minutes get, you get the gifted time the crazy part you got the gifted time yep but nowhere to go yeah. Yes. Nothing, not, at the beginning, nothing was open. Nothing. No, you were you were home. Like, like you were home. gas and you went to the store. That's it. And then you, you came up. And then like you were gearing up for war back yes. in, in April to go to Costco. Yeah. Like, yes. Load up. So every dumb. every other week. Load up. It's gonna happen. Load up. <laughs> it, it, so it, and then what a year with like politics and all that. I mean, we were glued to our TVs, like with all the stuff. Everything, like, everything that was happening, and that's a whole nother like you know, segment that we could do about politics and real estate and all that, but it got nuts. And, and so the crazy part is like my oldest daughter, type A, she's like more like me than she'll ever admit. Like mm -hmm. wants to build the bus, drive the bus. Yes. And take you exactly where she wants to go. That's my oldest daughter. Sounds like, like my oldest. 
got very involved in politics, very involved. And she went from wanting to be a, like a professional dancer to wanting to go to law school, nice. study, study political science, go to law school. Um, she's only going to certain states, you know what I mean? And wow. so like, I never thought about that going to college. I wasn't like, I'm only going to this type of state. Mm. Yeah, I'm no, not we didn't think about that back then. Like that's how they think now. It's, wow. it's, it's really eye-opening and I was like, really impressed with the growth that she had in nice. 2020. She buckled down, figured out what she wanted to do and like is taking it head on. Even though she's in the minority with her class and her friends and all that, she's doing what she thinks is right and she's going for it, which is awesome. That is incredible. I love to hear that. And honestly, that's a big win as a dad, you know, you, you acknowledging that um, from this whole craziness of COVID to see your daughter grow so much and to see her come out to what she wants to be. Sometimes we want, I wonder, you know, what is this meant for? Well, maybe, you know, all of this was meant for, it wasn't about me. It was about her, you know, yeah. about my kids and your daughter. And that's yeah, I had one, that got, I had one actually almost the same age. He's 18 or just turned 18, but just got political too. Got very, you know, very, polit- I'm surprised. Like, cause I hate talking politics at our table. Cause usually it'll turn into a war. Oh, um, no. depends on which side or who's at the table okay. but that besides that one of my kids is really into it not not so much just like yours found a path but at least mine is paying attention just to know like he understands the difference now mm-hmm. most kids don't give a crap i got my one son doesn't care mm-hmm. most don't but he actually knows now i definitely don't want to be this i no. want to be this right, that's what I want and i'm like be. wow all right cool so you know, we have our little connection there and we try and keep it on the down low most of the time, but because mm-hmm. it'll create war. But. Well, these are the wins. These are the COVID wins. That, COVID wins. You know, the, these were the, the things that happened. Um, you know, also, you know, me doing a little bit of your background research, Raj, I, I love how you speak a lot about telling stories and how it's just so important. Um, your business and and why it's important to have the story behind it. You know, oftentimes Jeff and I talk about sales and marketing professionals just selling to sell um, or just trying to, it's like almost just walking through the motions because that's what they have to do with their job. But why is the story so compelling? Like what, why does that make you stand apart knowing the story and the why? Well, it's super easy. I mean, have you ever been to a party or someone's house and someone, you meet someone for the first time and they tell you a story and you're like, you, you don't forget that person or that story. And then you're the one taking that story to the next party and to the next house. So yes. there's like an ancient, like uh, it's a native American like quote or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it basically says those who tell the stories rule the world. Love it. And so if you're able to tell a story like I, the story of the first time I met Tiffany, Jeff's yeah. wife. Yeah. I, I know exactly where I was. I know exactly where, like Jeff Turner was hosting an after party in San Francisco. It was me, Tiffany and Kendall Young. We all met for the first time. We we're all drinking like Coors Light because it was the end of the night. There was nothing else in the blue coolers that were on the floor. And that was like 2011, 2012. And all three of us are still friends. Yeah. And I still remember that. You know what I mean? I remember the first time I met Jeff. I remember the first time I met all these people and because it's associated with like an event. Those mm-hmm. events have memories. Memories create moments. It's and so memories. you're drawn to those things. So remember, like I, I was sitting here thinking too, because sometimes I can't remember what I did yesterday. Right. But I do yeah. remember you taking me to a baseball game when I was out your way. Oh, yeah. Right? See, yeah. Like, I start, like I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. But yeah. now that we're connecting here, like I'll remember we went to a baseball game and we had some yeah. beers and we're hanging mm-hmm. out. Like, because you went out of your way to create that that experience right so 
Um, you know, video yeah, is always. You guys good. were in town. I had angel tickets, season yeah. tickets for angels. There was it was Lori and you and me and I don't remember who else, but yeah, we all went to the angel game. So I was like, why not? Let's do uh, yeah. it. Good times. I mean, so yeah. so you tell it through video, right? I know. You know, I think if I had to guess, video kind of elevated not just your business, but elevated you as a as a career. Yeah. Um, how so do you find staying competitive not, now? Yeah, there's not a single thing that I think I've done in my business that has more of an impact than video. Mm -hmm. And video started back for us in 2008, um, where we were wanted to be different. We had a, a really cool listing in a gated neighborhood with like 90 homes. And it had been on the market three or four times in multiple big box brokers. And, and I had never shot a video yet, but I knew this is the one, if I was gonna do it, this had to be it. Cause yeah. all the people who listed it before me were ballers. 100% ballers and the owners were lawyers and just frustrated and were wanting to get out of the state. So we shot a video and I didn't know how I don't own any equipment. I'm not a video. I have no like education in video at all, but I know how I like things to be. I have no education in design or staging, but I know how I want things to look. I know how I want to feel when I walk into a house. So those are the things like, I feel like I'm going to bring someone else in who knows that feeling right. and will do that. But with video, we, I just like jumped online and found a wedding videographer. And he was the first person I hired to shoot a video. And when I called him up, I said, hey, you're doing these videos about guys and gals telling their story about what it's like to fall in love, get engaged, do the whole thing and then get married. So I said, I want to tell a story about a house and what it's like to live behind the gates in this neighborhood, on this street, have dinner at this table. You know, open up Christmas presents under this tree in this living room. Like, that's what I want to tell. He's like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. I'll shoot it. Lo and behold, he's an ex-real estate guy who had a license. So he got real estate, but yeah. he left that because the market wasn't great and was doing wedding videography. So that was the first one that got picked up by Inman. And so then I got a, Chris, a call from Chris Smith call from Brad Inman. Oh my God, you did this video in this neighborhood. You told the story, blah, blah, blah. And it, Jeff, it was the worst video we ever shot. It's not even, <laughs> we're so embarrassed by the video, but here's the beauty. Here's the beauty about video. Mm -hmm. We, we staged the home to great photos, did like a 3d tour, did all this stuff. We got multiple offers on that home higher than it had ever been listed the previous three years. And not because of the video, wow. because we just did things the right way for these right. people. We felt horrible for them. So two weeks, like we're two weeks away from closing, contingencies are removed. We finally got the video back because we edited it, edited it, we didn't know what we're doing. We're like, cut it here. How do you cut it? Do this, do that. Anyway, so we get it back and I send it to the homeowners, both lawyers remember. Yep. Okay, so here's a crazy thing. In this neighborhood, we noticed every time we were in there, there's a pink flamingo that goes in front of someone's house and it kept moving. So I thought it was one of the kids in the neighborhood or whatever. So we're having a closing party at the owner's house, smoking cigars, got great, great whiskey, the whole deal. And I'm finally like, hey, what's the deal with the pink flamingo? They're like, oh, that designates whose home is hosting Bunko or Drunko that month. So it sits in front of that person's home for the whole month. I'm like, oh my gosh. He's like, by the way, I sent your video to everyone in the neighborhood. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it was amazing. It was like Hollywood came to Orange County. Right. So I sent it to everyone in the neighborhood. And, and Jeff, 18 listings later from that one video on homes that are like one and a half to two and a half million because of the first one we shot that didn't sell the home, but the homeowner was so impressed. So a static is home sold, send it to everyone. And literally right, right before COVID hit, 
we closed our last deal in that neighborhood because of the first video we shot in 2008 and we did it in 2020. Like that's the There's last value right there. Yeah, so people always want, what's the ROI? You know, like I don't get our, what's yeah. the ROI? Look, it's 10 years, 12 years later. You know, or how much does it cost, Raj? If, and, if, and if I, for shits and giggles, said it cost a thousand bucks, 90% of agents would be like, oh my God, I'm not doing it. Right. Well, forget it. It's a thousand dollars. I'm like, dude, you just got a $50,000 rip on that house. You can't spend a thousand bucks on a video. Like, are you kidding me? They don't cost a thousand, but I'm just saying, but right. if, if I did say that, it's still nothing. But it's, then everybody shares. Perspective. Everyone everybody wants shares to be top dollar. They all want to be rock stars, mm -hmm. but they can't live up to their claim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many video people now and so many amazing people and people spending like, and quoted in the press, 50, 80, 100, $150,000 on that video alone because they know the ROI of it. They get it. 100%. 100% get it. Yeah. We saw. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say if it came, if it were me. The story is the reason why I get the house. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to picture so the, the second, the second video, the second video we ever shot set the price record for that particular city that we were selling that home in at a very stubborn homeowner who says, I want over a million dollars on this home. I'm like, yo, bro, there hasn't been a million dollar sale in the city ever. He's like, we'll figure it out. No. So, <laughs> yes. ah. Did the video first Facebook ad ever. First email campaign where I was clicking clicks wow. and how long people were watching videos. Had like a 65% click-through rate on the Facebook ad. Had like 80% click on the uh, email. Buyer walks up to the open house, says, I don't have an agent. I love this house. I saw the video. My kids all know what room they want. Where do I sign? That's it. See, if we could just get this concept, because you know, there's an audience even way beyond real estate, right? If we could just, I mean, so many people struggle outside of let's say real estate they're in a sales and marketing role and they want to sell a product or they represent and they can't they all want to do a video of the product mm -hmm. like they can't just say why don't you just tell the damn story tell your story tell mm -hmm. how you got involved with that company why you're passionate for what you do right they they can't get their head wrapped around the story they just want to talk about benefits and features and here's the here's the product mm -mm. they don't get it and it's yeah. frustrating as hell they can't take this exactly what you're saying. Well, I bet people out there listening, this is going to resonate with somebody. And it just, it is, it resonates with me because I, I really believe that. And I, I call bullshit after COVID people don't want bullshit anymore. Like now it's about health. It's about real. It's about, you know, I want to know what's really up. And I feel like that the story matters like it really matters so um i think it's such a great nugget to go home with to say you know what that extra buck spending on that video yeah. telling the story of this home or telling the story whatever it is whatever it is mm -hmm. whatever it, it matters. is and i think nikki one of my favorite video stories and jeff's probably heard this before is we got a call from a friend so the guy that i sold that house to in that city with over a million dollars he's become a dear friend of mine He's probably referred me a hundred listings because I got him what he wanted up front. So that, so there's ROI. Like you don't even have to get a calculator out and figure that out. Mm -hmm. Regardless, he refers me to one of his clients, little old lady lives in a beautiful home. Hubby passed away, home's too much, moving up North to be with the rest of the family. So I walk into this, the 30 foot wooden doors on this, like I would say it was probably beautiful in the eighties, but like this beautiful home mm -hmm. walk in, and this, she must have been like 45 pounds dripping wet. Puts her arms around me, gives me a big old hug. Raj, so wonderful to meet you. He told me all about you. Thank you for being here. And the first thing I see, like, 
pastor is a baby grand piano sitting in the dining room. And the first thing I would be like, well, we've got to stage the house, we've got to put a dining room table, blah, blah. But then I just ask her a simple question. So I don't care about beds or baths or square foot or crown molding or what kind of um, quartzite you flew in from the south of France that was chiseled by monks with no thumbs. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I, tell me the story. Like, tell me the story. So she goes, oh, that's the piano my late husband used to play on. I was like, oh, I was like, and I don't know where the question came from, but it like came from like deep. I'm like, well, what did he play for you? She said his favorite song that he played for me was the summer wind by Frank Sinatra. Oh. So if, if that's not a tee up for the most amazing video you could ever think of. So oh. we did a casting call for a, a gal who could sing and act and who could play the summer wind live on the piano. Oh. So that oh, was, yeah. I got chills. I just got chills. That, crazy, that was, that was the video. So the soundtrack for the whole video was the summer wind. Mm -hmm. I, I brought all the agents and their kids from my office brought them in, we did a surprise birthday party where the husband pulls up in the driveway. For, it was like the first time we used a drone ever yeah. in real estate, instead of jumping in a helicopter, pulls into the driveway, husband walks in, he's stuck on his phone working, goes up the stairs, showers, gets ready, comes back down, not noticing that there's a huge setup for a birthday party in the backyard, goes to the kitchen island, there's a little note with like lipstick on it that says, meet me in the back, walks in the back, everyone's like, surprise. Anyway, video was cool, I look at it now, Quality was horrible, but you know, whatever. Like, we're like 10 years past that. Best part, that actress uses that video in her, in a casting call. She gets picked up by MasterCard to do the Super Bowl commercial for MasterCard with Justin Timberlake because of our video. Like, are you kidding me right now? You can't make this shit up. Right. You cannot make this shit up. Anyway, ROI, highest close sell ever, highest price per square foot ever. That family calls and thanks me to this day for getting more than we, I mean, we could get more today because the market's different, but at that time, like the high school, the next door neighbor was the local real estate agent that sold every home in the city. She got so mad. What are you doing? Right, right. You sold it too high. I won't be able to keep up. I don't shoot video. I don't stage. I don't do 3D tours. I don't do internet marketing. I just come up, show up, take pictures and list homes. That's why people call me. They don't want all this Hollywood stuff. I'm like, are you kidding me? They got $500,000 more than the highest close sell in the city. You don't, you don't think they want half a million dollars? That's life changing for people, especially towards the end of their life, you know? So Absolutely. you can't make that up. You cannot make that that's up. That's because you gave a shit and asked a yes. question. And that's the problem. Most agents don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. They don't. And Most agents, and there's so many really good ones. So many really good ones. But there's probably too many agents on the planet right now. Yeah. And we can probably cut it by 90%. <laughs> yeah well the market shift when the market changes well it'll be a cleansing for sure yeah it's, it's, it's cleansing. Cleansing. always a cleansing so but like most most don't and they're, they they want to do whatever and i won't get because if if i say certain things jeff will know exactly what i'm talking about so i'm not going to say certain things but basically most agents don't care and they're doing it for a particular reason whatever that reason is and they don't really care about what's right in front of them so regardless of that there's a lot of great agents doing amazing amazing things right now um, and connecting, especially during COVID. I think that was the genesis of our question basically was like, what are we doing during COVID? I think it allowed a lot of us to reconnect yeah. with each other. Um, and like once the market got hot, I was like, oh my God, I just talked to so-and-so, referral out. I just talked to so-and-so, referral out, referral out. All, all the people in like Arizona, Texas, Tennessee, Idaho are blowing up. I had a friend 
who moved his brokerage, perfect timing, about two and a half years ago out of Orange County and set up in Idaho. Wow. He, he's just like, he's got to sell way more homes, but he is selling way more homes and they're bringing like Orange County prices with them. So yeah. all the locals in Idaho are so pissed, but the, the values there are through the roof. It's awesome. It's, you know, it's, uh, you know, you almost look at it. So many people want to look at the negative side of all this past couple of years, but you look at all this stuff and all the evolution of how things are happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's definitely a change that's going to take us in a different direction from it all. Mm -hmm. And our kids are going to have a whole different direction too. I think oh, our absolutely. kids, you know, absolutely. It's, it's how we spend our time with them now. Hopefully they understand things. But dude, we could talk about these stories forever. Like I mean, oh, yeah. the stuff you're talking about. I, I haven't heard all the depth of this. I do remember that one story though. You were saying wasn't this one video with your kids in it too? They were jumping in the pool. Um, that, that was that was the first video. That was that that was the one in the city. The first million dollar sale in the city. That was the kids ends up being the kids, yeah. the kids jumped in the pool. First time we, we used two video cameras. We thought we were like, like crushing it. We're gonna end we're like, it. <laughs> And we were making shit up. We we're like, it'd be so cool if you put a bathing suit on and went in the pool and did that angle. Like we were like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. We start calling you Hollywood. <laughs> so we thought we were cool, and then we were scared because, and then we, there was a scene at the end where we we're all toasting, but we put like soda in everyone's wine glass because I was like, can you have wine on video? Is that allowed? Like, oh, yeah. are we in trouble? We don't even know. So. Anyway, so it was just, it was a really fun time. It was a very romantic part of the business back then, like the beginnings, the genesis of internet and social and like technology, finding real estate, and then all of us waking up and being, oh shit, this, we can be really smart with technology and this really can make a difference. And oh my gosh, I can remember birthdays and anniversary and house anniversaries and people are like, I'm at top of mind all the time. So it's been a really uh, fun time to be in the business. Awesome. Yeah. Well, listen, we got to, we got to wrap, but I do want to end on like one personal last question um, because I got to believe it impacts everybody that's listening to this or will listen to this. So I'm sure you've had your days by, you know, you've got kids, family, life, crazy. We all do. Right. Mm -hmm. So you probably have those days by nine o'clock. It's a train wreck. Like you might have that morning where it goes off the rails. Mm -hmm. What's your one thing? How do you get yourself back when you have one of those days or maybe you have a few of those days where you're in the funk, you're not feeling it what's your thing? How do you get back? Is there a trigger? I don't really have a trigger, Jeff. I think it's just taking a minute to just take a few deep breaths and like focus my energy mm -hmm. and knowing I'm doing this all for a, a reason. And the reason is probably why everything's falling apart in front of me is because of all the people that I'm staring at at the kitchen table. And that's my reason. And so I think it's really important to just like ground yourself and yeah, sometimes your 17 year old can have an attitude. Right. Yeah, my, four, my 14 year old hormones are kicking in and things yeah. are getting weird. My 11 year old yeah. is like COVID stupid yeah. Yeah. because he missed like a year of school, you know, COVID and like, stupid. you know, like he doesn't, he can't add anymore and he blames it on. I mean, 11 year old blaming stuff on COVID is just priceless. I love it. COVID stupid. I, I kind of feel that way too, though. I feel like I lost, dude, I, I coach kids lacrosse right now and I got a whole group of kids. Like I forgot, like we missed a whole year and we, like I thought, I thought I had a group of kids and they're not even with me. They already moved right. up to the next level and I missed that whole window. Right. I feel stupid some days. Yeah. What the hell just so, happened? I know. So I think, I think, I think for a lot of us that have been in a long time and uh, a lot of stuff is like, um, I, I think it's just like, we're just doing it for the fam, you know, we're just doing it to um, leave something behind for our kids. And, you know, that old thing, like creating a legacy, like, I think that's kind of lost in this fast pace. You'll get this Nikki, when you move to Orange County, everything's yeah. like a little bit faster. 
Yeah. Like I, I always say we travel hundred miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour world. Listen, I'm ready for that because I've got, you know, family who lives more North and I, I can't, I can't handle, I can't handle slow moving. Like I'm, this is Jersey. You're at a light and you're like, yeah. come on, oh, let's, yeah. go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, yeah, a battle in Northeast. Try owning a brokerage where like 90% of the agents are millennials. Like, and oh. if you don't reply to a text in 0.2 seconds, yeah. it's, are you mad? What's going on? What's <laughs> yeah. happening? Like, you didn't send me an emoji. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, forget about it. So yeah, it's it's insane. But um, I also, like, I got to give a shout out to a good friend of mine. His name's Keith Sarlos. He owns a winery in Los Olivos. So just like north of Santa Barbara. And um, if you want to talk about stories and storytelling, he's probably like one of the people like I look to when I'm like, down a little bit and need something to pick up. He's the most eloquent. He's a farmer. Yeah. He grows grapes and makes wine. But he's a family man and he tells the most amazing stories. Like there's certain posts of his, um, like his Valentine's Day post to his wife, the way he met his wife, the way he's raising his kids, the way he's doing all that. His stories, like you guys should jump on and follow. We did, um, uh, I invited him to speak at our uh, CAR Expo. And we did a topic or a panel, whatever. It's just he and I. It was called Passion in a Bottle. And so we both started in the business at the same time. Him and wine, me and real estate. And we have these brands that are uh, we we like are very like um, clingy and sticky and penetrate into people's homes and lives, which I love. Um, he sells out of his wine every year. Um, I'd, I'd like to say we sell every home we list. And so um, his story, if you want a, like a pick me up, his stuff's awesome. Yeah, we may have to check them out. We'll probably reach out and we'll connect yeah. with them. Love that. Listen, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Um, we're going to wrap this show up. Um, we'll see you probably guys next week. If you guys want to reach out to us. Um, Raj, what's the best way to get a hold of you? If people want to reach out and just say, hey, where's your best? Yeah, just pretty much on everything at Raj Kassar, R-A-J-Q-S-A-R. And then uh, company stuff, The Boutique, R-E on everything. The awesome. Boutique, R-E. Great. And you guys. Such a pleasure. Yeah. Such a pleasure talking with you. Um, when I come out to OC. Look me up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Come on. See you soon. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Okay. See you. Bye.